Man, it feels good to be back. I tell you, it felt so good to receive all of the uh, feedback about the first episode back after my break. Ah, oh, it's so good. And I, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that the episode went over so well and that everyone liked it so much. I mean, I didn't expect, I just expected to release new content. And if people wanted to check it out, they could. I didn't expect people to say like how much they missed it. And that made me really happy. So thank you so much for that. Um, I had tons of feedback about the episode. Um, it seems that people really cared about that kind of thing. Ages ago, I mean, I'm talking years ago, I was, I created like the pilot episode for a little series I was going to bring out in which I was going to test um, marketing strategies on a fictional band you know, that you see on Fiverr and that kind of stuff just to see if it would work. And it's really funny because I didn't end up doing that because I got too caught up with the book when it was getting finished up. I'm talking it was that long ago. And um, when the 40th songwriter came out, I was just so busy. But I think at that time I stopped recording the episode because, um, sorry, recording the series is because one, it was going to cost me money and I didn't have any at the time. So, uh, I just kind of realized I had to save up to be able to buy all the strategies and to produce the show. Uh, two, I didn't have a good enough gear and I got better gear. And, uh, thirdly, I just got too busy, but it's funny seeing after I did that, so many YouTubers like came out like with the series of like, I paid a guy on Fiverr this much money to, you know, whatever. So it, the format obviously took off, but then I thought to myself, I kind of missed the boat, but after last episode, I kind of thought to myself, maybe people want to see that show. Maybe now's a good time to bring that out. Um, you know, if you want to see me waste money trying to use these um, guaranteed success marketing strategies to see if they work, then I'll do it. I mean, because I'm thinking I could use people's Spotify strategies and report the results. Um, but yeah, in saying that, I don't really want to turn into a guy who just stirs and, you know, there's investigative journalists that are, and then again, if someone's selling a scam course, I don't want anyone else to get stung by it. I don't know. I'm torn. You let me know whether I should do that or not. Um, but yes, last week's episode uh, was really fun and I love doing it. Uh, I feel like that uh, something I didn't get to in the episode that I really wanted to talk about were more specifically what those strategies uh, were. That I that people are selling. I talked about how most of them are, you know, trying to get you on a playlist, or most of them are using some form of paid added strategy. But I didn't actually talk about specifically what those episodes would like. Uh, sorry, what those courses were actually teaching. Uh, if you want to know uh, what people's courses are actually teaching, like the actual strategies, because I said it's leveraging paid ad strategy. If you want to know what exactly those strategies were, then I'm going to put that in today's uh, or this episode's extension episode of I Am Northbound Extra. So go to IamNorthbound.com and sign up for an account if you haven't already. It's totally free. And uh, on today's episode of I Am Northbound Extra, I'm going to be not only breaking down the strategies that were in those courses, but also uh, give you some examples of artists that I've worked with and have taken their broad, not really sure where they're going with their branding motivation and refined it down to something that actually worked. I'm going to give you like real examples of artists that I've done that for and the results that we saw uh, as a part of it, because that's an extension on today's topic of finding your motivation. So we can head for head first into motivation forward marketing, which is the future of uh, music marketing. Absolutely. And it's what's working for all the artists I'm working with. So why not tell you about it too? So it can work for you. So yeah, go to ironnorthbound.com. If you want to sign up for an account, you'll see the extra episode uh, up right now. So you can go check that out. 
and uh, find out all that cool stuff. Uh, so anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. As I said uh, on last week's episode that I would be doing a... Um, I'd be happy to do an episode on finding a motivation because I know I talk about it in the 40 songwriter and I say how having a potent and sharpened brand direction and a message that will cut through all of the social media noise is the secret to getting people's attention. And then obviously, if you get their attention, uh, you get their curiosity and curiosity drives action, right? So then you have to get them curious to make them want to do something. Okay. Please understand that. If you've, if you're part of the real talk, um, circle, if you're listening to those episodes, uh, you'll hear me bang on about this. If you've worked with me one-on-one, I'm sure you're sick of me saying it, but curiosity drives, uh, um, you know, action. So we have to get to the point where, um, anticipation, get that, that breeds curiosity, curiosity brings, uh, drives action. So, okay, I'm going to ramble about that a million times, but you do that by connecting with people that your message is actually here to help. So, if you've never heard anything about me talk about motivations before, well, I talk about it way more in my book. So, go get a copy of that. I'm not trying to sell it. Just steal it if you have to. Just read it, okay? I want you to find that out. And um, in the... Uh, chapter about finding your motivation, I talk about why a potent message is incredibly important. Too many music artists are just trying to force people to listen to their music. Like, hey, you don't know me. Here's my song. Check it out and hopefully you'll like it. But I said that last week, at best, all that can really do is get someone interested for like a short period of time and then they have no reason to continue following you. So, they'll fall off. The motivation allows people to understand what the future-based cause is, like where you're taking them so they can stay on board for the long-term journey. This may sound crazy, but so many music artists are doing this these days uh, on huge, big, higher up levels. Um, and they might not call it the motivation or anything like that, but they might just call it their brand angle or their, um, you know, audience message or something like that. But still, it's it's the same principle in effect. Um, so, but yeah, it definitely works. And it's like saying to people, uh, this is the example I'll give you, is that instead of saying, hey, listen to my song, uh, that's probably the worst way you can go about advertising your music these days. You could say, uh, hey, if you've ever gone through mental health issues, I've written this song about mine. Hopefully, you connect with it. Cool. That's pretty good too. Like That's a good way of advertising your song. But pairing that with a profile and everything else, this like, I'm here to raise awareness for mental health stuff. It doesn't have to be that kind of like, that's very vanilla and boring, but it doesn't have to be like that. Um, but something like that, that resonates with those specific people that you're here to help, that means that you're cutting out all of the noise and your competition of like, it's so hard to get my music heard, is you're no longer aiming at the masses, you're aiming at the specific segment of uh, the population that will resonate with your music and your message. And you get them in on the message and then you uh, pitch them your music, which is what I call motivation forward marketing. You're not pushing your music first, you're pushing your motivation, you're getting the people interested and um, they are staying on board long-term. I said in I Am Northbound Extra of uh, last week's episode that one of the artists I work with, we managed to um, change his marketing strategy from just pushing his music that wasn't bringing much of a response. Uh, He would notice that he was linking people directly to his Spotify and it just wasn't growing that much. Uh, But with motivation forward marketing, we've sharpened his message, got it to a refined point, put that out in front of targeted people, not just everyone, um, you know, people who like other artists. That's what a lot of people do with their advertising. It was, here's the message first, here's it forward. Um, and then you say, yeah, like, do you um, connect with this? Because that's what I'm writing about and that's who I am as a music artist. If yes, then the curiosity will drive action. They click through off the, the message to be like, what's this all about? Because you're not asking them to do anything. You're just telling them the message. And then they go, oh, okay, cool. We found that people were not only clicking through on his ad to go to his profile, which already shows like click-through rate is what you want to look for in advertising. You want people to 
click through and like be interested in the ad. People not only did that, remember in the first example that I gave, like first ads we ran, so examples of those. So, so people weren't even clicking through on his ad to listen, like to go to Spotify. But with the message for, because we were able to resonate with his target audience, they clicked through on the ad, uh, not only stopped at his page, but analytics showed that they then followed his page, which is another big, like every step is like, huge to get off completely cold traffic. They not only followed his page, but also clicked the Spotify link in his bio. And then analytics showed that people not only listened to a song on Spotify, but stayed to listen to multiple songs. Isn't that crazy? His first ads of just trying to get his music heard, people wouldn't just go straight to Spotify, but because he resonated with the message and drove their curiosity. And when they clicked through on his page, they saw tons of other content that was all fulfilling that same, like scratching that same itch that these people have because he's taken the time to target only the people who are probably um, stand the best chance of resonating with his message. Then they were like, I've got to consume as much of this as I can. And that's when, that's what you want out of listeners, right? People who just end up becoming obsessed with your content and they were checking everything out and just staying to listen to multiple songs and those listeners have built that connection point that allow them to come back long term. Does that make sense? Um, while someone who just finds you on Spotify, you're just a song to them. You know what I mean? And although your music might be great, they might not have built that connection point with it yet. I could talk about that all day. I kind of did in my book. That's why it's eight hours long. But, um, you know, it's essentially that in principle. Um, that's motivation forward marketing. And that's the reason that you need to come up with a really sharpened point of uh, being able to communicate your music. Uh, so your message of your music and everything you stand for in one sentence really quickly. So if you like, are a music artist and you're browsing around online and you land on my profile, I say, here to help music artists change lives. That's my motivation in one line. And people go, oh, damn, I want, I want to change lives. Like, I'll click on that. I think back in the day, it was like here to help music artists get their music heard. And then I was like, well, it's more than that. So I ended up refining it, you know, and the more I refined it, the more I connect with the music artists I want to connect with. I don't want to connect with music artists that are looking to like be the next big like thing and be famous and like, um, you know, cutthroat to get there and they'll use any vanity metric and they just want to be like, essentially have people look at them. I don't want that. Ego driven music artists are not my target audience. I'm looking for music artists who are like, I don't care if I help one or one million people, if I can help people with my music and create music that resonates and changes the lives of those that listen to it, then, you know, that's what I'm looking for. If that's you, then that's who, I mean, you'd be listening to this now, likely nodding your head saying that's who I am because I was able to get rid of all the other people that don't resonate with my message and just focus in on the artists that do. Regardless of how big my audience was, if it was just you listening, I'd still be making these episodes, okay? I just want to help people, you know, whether that's one or one million. So, same type of thing. So, the question is, all right, now we know why we like need our motivation and how to do that. How do we create it? Now, I talk about in the 40s songwriter about diving deep into your story and seeing what you've been through and how you can sometimes have a motivation that doesn't align with your story if you have, uh, you know, you could want to help homelessness but have never been homeless. And I think that in the book, uh, I'm going to revise that chapter when I'm writing my new book and um, put a new version in. And I think that I'm going to be clear that usually the reason you want to help homeless people is because something in your story, um, you know, you've realized you want to help the homeless, right? So there's been something in your past, even though you might have not gone through it, they are connected whether you know it or not. I, I, I think I said that your motivation doesn't have to be connected to your story, but it will be more resonating if you do. Uh, I'm realizing now that your motivation is always connected to your story because it's your, the only life you've lived. And for some reason you wanna help people. So find the reason why that is and tell the part of your story that aligns with that. And then they do connect. So you have to find your motivation. Now, 
I think I say in the book about how a broad motivation will only, um, you know, it's like a light bulb, a light up part of a room, but a refined motivation will cut through steel. It's like a 100 watt light globe versus 100 watt laser. 100 watt light globe only lights up part of a room, but a 100 watt laser can cut through um, steel. It's the same amount of energy, but one's applied with more focus. So it's the same. You can put the same marketing efforts into a broad motivation versus a refined one, and the refined one will win every time, and you'll get so like so much more value out of it because it will cut through steel, right? But I don't really talk about specifically how you can go about finding your motivation. And after working with artists one on one, I started to realize the. Um, problem that a lot of music artists have is that they're not descriptive enough in the way that they describe their motivation. So, a lot of people will come to me and say, I've thought about mine after reading your book and my motivation is I want to help people become the best versions of themselves or I want um, to, my listeners to feel more inspired or empowered. It's like, cool, but it's still so broad, okay? We have to refine it down as sharp to as sharp of a point as possible. And this doesn't mean that you have to go all the way back to the drawing board and like start all over again. So, so you know inside you the difference you want to bring to people's lives. Um, so you know the um, you know you, you know the change that you want to bring to your listeners' lives, but you're not commun- your message is not communicating that. Does that make sense? By saying I want my listeners to be the best versions of themselves. What? In what way? People who have recently lost their jobs and feel like that they have no career focus, you want to help them? Well, yeah, kind of, but not really is the response. It's more than that. Okay, well, what is it then? Is it people who have just come out of toxic relationships and need to rebuild themselves into who they want to become for their next relationship? Like, I guess that's closer, but because I went through something like that, but I don't feel like that's entirely it. It's like, all right, well, it can't be everyone. Like, who is it? Who specifically is it? Here to help people that are going through specific mental health journeys. Like, usually it's what you've been through in your life. But first of all, my point there is that you need to refine your motivation, like refine it down to like the most sharpened point you can possibly give it. You know what I mean? Because if you do, things will be way better. And the I, I realize now that I need to be way more descriptive in how to find your motivation because uh, with what I said in the book, a lot of people ended up with motivations that weren't refined enough. Uh, so I want to tell you today how I think you can actually do that. So one of the best ep- like exercises that I give my artists that I came up with that it works most of the time is to go back to your lyrics and just like you do for the core brand direction exercise in which you find like a list of ideally like 10 songs to listen to as you create your core brand direction take 10 those same 10 songs like if you think they represent who you currently now are as an artist uh i will say as a disclaimer this is difficult for instrumental artists if you are one and you want help with that let me know and i'll just send you a voice memo on instagram or something um because it's just uh i usually i don't have that many instrumental artists listening to me but i will help you if you are like that Excuse me. So, so essentially it's like what you do is, is you sit down with those same 10 songs. It has to be 10 songs that you think represent who you are now as a music artist. Okay. Like it can't be something that you don't think is on brand with what you're trying to do now. So unless you are, a mu- there's so many like if, ends or buts for this kind of stuff. Cause there's so many different, um, possibilities, but if you are a music artist, that is, uh, I don't know, like you feel like after interacting with my stuff that you finally found your purpose and you never wrote about it before, then this won't work for you. Okay. But if you're someone who's like, I always feel like I've kind of had it figured out, but I don't know exactly who who my music's here to help. Then this is for you, which is most people. Okay. So what you want to do is, is you want to sit down and you want to write out your lyrics. You can do it by hand. You can do it by typing it up. But what you want to do is, is you want to make sure that there are absolutely no, um, 
like spaces or repeated lines or if you have a chorus that repeats itself don't write the chorus twice like write every lyric in the song once as it comes out but don't put any breaks between it don't as i said don't repeat words if you repeat words um if you have like ad libs if you're a rapper don't put the ad libs in like you just want it to look like almost like a text message that you've written someone no paragraph spaces the idea is we, we want it to look like just like text on a page and not song lyrics because the last thing you want to do while you're looking at at them is just be singing them out loud because then you're using the part of your brain that's thinking about it like a song but we're just trying to see the lyrics for what they are okay so you want to print them off and you want to read them to yourself and you don't as i said you do not want to read them in the same phrasing or timing as you would that you would sing it um you, you're not singing it to yourself you're reading them like words on a page just like i'm speaking to you now imagine that what i'm saying right now are lyrics to a song you're saying it emphatically and with purpose and you're speaking those lyrics out loud but they're not lyrics they're just words okay now after you've read those words you want to judge them for what they are. And then you want to answer this question. I wrote this song for blank who are struggling with blank. Okay? That's the sentence you answer. So you might find after listening to your song, damn, I wrote this song for young males who are struggling with letting go of their past relationship. That's simple. Okay? Your sentence is done. Now move on to the next song and do the exact same thing. Have your lyrics ready, read through them, and then ask yourself, who do I write this song for? I wrote this song for this type of person who is struggling with this issue. You have to find that pain point, okay? A lot of people would just assume you have to find who you wrote the song for, but you need the pain point, okay? Because that's how you're going to resonate with them. You can say to someone all the time, man, do I have the perfect song for you? And they're like, how do you know? It's like, just trust me, I do. It's like, well, no, you say, you're going through this pain point. Yeah, well, this song's for you. Oh, okay, cool. So you understand me, I'm going to listen to you now. So you have to find the pain point. Then once you've done that and you've created your 10 lines of like, I wrote this song for this person who is struggling with this, you look at them all and see if there are any duplicates. If there are, you want to uh, cross them out. And with the one that uh, is the duplicate, you just want to keep a tally of how many of them were duplicates. Because obviously that's showing you that you're on the right path. That's a really powerful line. Then you look at the other ones and see if you can combine them. If you say, I wrote this song for young males and another one you wrote, I wrote this song for young people, you might just want to combine those two and say, I wrote these songs for young people because it summarizes both who are struggling with. And one of them might be, I'm making this up on the spot, but like, um, you know, toxic relationships. Another one might be um, heartbreak after a breakup and you find a word that kind of like summarizes both of them and you go, cool. And then eventually what you want to do is work all of those motivation sentences down to one single line where you say, I write my songs for blank who are struggling with blank. And that will be something that you can then look at starting to refine. Does that make sense? Because usually... I mean, 99% of the time, everyone's motivation, which is the message that they'll connect with their audience with, can come back to one uh, single point, which is their lyrics in their songs. You've written about it, whether you've known it or not. You just haven't brought it back. As I said, you're, you're not a music artist, you're a creative, you're back here and music is a weapon of choice. You're writing about it in here, but you need to be aware of it on the creative level so that that message is not just in your lyrics, but it's everywhere. And that means that people who see your message will hear your song and go, damn, this really spoke to me. But also keep all those original 10 too, because if you're ever trying to promote those singles, that's who you know your target audience is for that song. It's not everyone. Sure, it might stretch out to everyone and you might find people that don't resonate with the message, like it because of how it sounds or if it's currently trendy or if they like your voice, like give me millions of reasons, but they're all like secondary or like third and dairy. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but they're way down the track right? That could be the 10th 
circle out of why people should be interested in your song. The most connection building will likely be the message of the song itself and striking an emotional chord with someone. You need to know who you're striking that emotional chord with. Hopefully that all made sense. Make sure you go to IamNorthbound.com, sign up for an account if you haven't already, and check out this week's episode of I'm Northbound Extra, in which I'm going to be diving deep into the strategies used in those Spotify courses that I talked about last week, as well as giving you examples of motivations that came out perfect. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you want more episodes of advanced music marketing that dives into even crazier stuff than what you just heard, then go to IamNorthbound.com and join the I Am Northbound inner circle. Every single week, you're going to get access to a ton of content that talks about things that other people just aren't talking about. We dive into advanced music marketing strategies, psychology and its application to advertising, persuasion and scientific research. Trust me, this stuff is information you cannot get anywhere else and will give you the upper hand in growing your audience and getting your music heard. We'll